Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Suzio of Geodata Vision. Welcome to our podcast series addressing everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but were afraid to ask. Good morning, Dean. Today is our final podcast recording of 2021. I am thrilled that our podcast series has been so much success, and we thank everyone for tuning in. We have covered so much material over the last year, and I'm looking forward to 2022. Len, I agree. It's hard to believe we've been doing this podcast now for just over a year, and I'm excited to see what next year is going to bring. I want to thank our audience for tuning in, because without them, uh, this venture probably wouldn't be possible. So thank you very much to our audience. Great. Well, let's get to the point. Uh, so what do you have on tap to uh, for us today, Dean? Well, you know, I look back at some of the presentations I've done over the uh, over the last year, and I thought that... I would provide some reminders uh, this time of year on cybersecurity risk as we approach the holidays and give a little peek into uh, some hot topics, risk management hot topics for 2022. Great. Excellent idea, Dean. So let's get started. What do you have to say? Well, you know, for cybersecurity risk, I'm certainly no expert. My kids would probably tell you I'm, I'm, I'm probably more dangerous than anything else. But given my 30 years of industry experience, I thought I could highlight some important risks headed into the to the holiday season. I, I kind of share your point of view, Dean. I agree. <laughs> so I, I know enough to be dangerous, but this is an excellent topic, a timely topic, and I am certain it will be of helpful to our audience uh, who are listening to you today. Go ahead, Dean. Let's yeah, get and, into it. Yeah, absolutely, Len. And, 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 and it really stems back from uh, in November, uh, Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency, better known as CISA, in the FBI issued a bulletin for both public and private sector organizations, uh, not just, of course, financial institutions, but the bulletin included uh, precautions to reduce uh, ransomware and other types of cyber attacks. And of course, the uh, criminals are getting uh, more savvy every day with respect to this ransomware and other cybersecurity risk. As with any bulletin or advisory, the bulletin is based on observations on the timing of a high impact ransomware attack that we have seen previously. Uh, malicious cyber actors often take advantage of the holidays in order to disrupt the critical networks and systems that belong to organizations, businesses, and of course their critical infrastructure. Uh, it goes beyond risk to just the uh, financial institutions as I indicated before, but includes things such as electrical gear grid, water and sewer systems. In other words, Len, this is real serious stuff. Well, Dean, it's not only scary, it's dangerous stuff. So I'm glad you elected to share it today with our audience. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and institutions need to ensure that staff are uh, committed and ready. Um, I mean, the one thing I've learned and I think uh, everybody would uh, benefit from is appointing uh, an IT specialist or somebody as an incident commander. Um, it's considered a best practice, uh, along with other things, such as uh, implementing multi-factor authentic 
authentication, and of course, I have to say that three times fast, <laughs> uh, for remote access <laughs> devices um, in administrative accounts, because they're, you know, um, I've also talked about what we call uh, honeypot folders on your uh, uh, on your laptop, where you, you set up these folders specifically designed to attract um, the criminals, and, and we want to drive them to those folders. Uh, mandate strong passwords and ensure that they're not reused across uh, multiple accounts or multiple websites. If you use uh, remote desktop protocols, uh, especially with the pandemic or other potentially risky services, ensure that they're secured and monitored uh, real time. Uh, remind employees not to click on suspicious links and conduct exercises to raise awareness on the URL. Um, you know, and we see this all the time, Lynn. You know, you, it, 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 I could send you an email or, or you could get an email, I should say, and it looks like it's coming from me because it says Dean in the URL, mm -hmm. but then it says, you know, at Gmail or at some other uh, specific uh, uh, type of uh, 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 of listing and 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 it and it and it would be considered fraud. And the minute you click on it, you're in trouble. Um, and then, of course, last but not least, review and if needed, update your incident response and communication plans. And that lists actions that organi organizations will take uh, if they're impacted by a ransomware incident. And I wanted to add to that too. I, I you know, and again, I'm not an expert on this, but I have read a lot, uh, and it says that you roughly had. 24 to 48 hours to uh, to extinguish this ransomware attack or your high probability of never getting your data back. Wow. I'll tell you, Dean, I share your anxiety and every banker should, by the way, too, because this is very dangerous stuff. Uh, and I know anytime I get an email from someone I don't know, or even people I do know, I do tend to look at their complete email address to see if it looks legitimate. And if I have any doubt at all, I consult with our IT department before I open up such an email. Absolutely. So, so now these are really helpful reminders, Dean. When bulletins are issued, does CISA or the FBI have specific information on a threat that they share? Yeah, and that's a great question as well. And the answer is oftentimes yes, but CISA and the FBI also take uh, very proactive steps to keep folks in, informed when a specific threat exists or not. Hmm. Any additional recommendations for our audience today, Dean? Yeah, I've got a few other thoughts, you know, that I had uh, been contemplating and sharing. And, and you know, I, I think the big thing, and I, I, I always say this just about with everything, conduct security awareness with your staff on a regular basis and testing to make sure that they're aware of their surroundings and the risks Although we conduct training throughout the year, employees tend to be targets for social engineering attacks like phishing and, and, and as we were discussing just a moment ago, the email compromise uh, and fraud. Um, keep their systems uh, up to date and making sure that your uh, software and, and uh, is up to date and, and patched uh, accordingly. You know, Tuesday is patch day, so everybody should, you know, of course, make sure that their laptops are restarted and systems are restarted. Uh, we all use multiple third-party applications. When these are uh, not updated on a regular basis, then you can expect somebody's going to get in. Um, ensure your data is backed up and ensure it's protected with the, the latest and greatest. Uh, you certainly don't want an attack for sure. Uh, and then uh, have a plan. Um, 
And make sure you're familiar with your incident response program and protocols. And as I mentioned before, you should appoint an incident commander, somebody that's just going to take the reins and run with it, um, especially when you're dealing with a ransomware attack, as I indicated, because timing is everything. Uh, address it quickly. Mm-hmm. Expert, yeah, uh, like I said, <laughs> you know, like I said, expert, 24 hours is not long uh, by uh-huh. any threat to respond to a ransomware attack. And uh, and it, it's got to be very unnerving. So, yeah, these are those are some, you know, I'll say those are some some additional things that uh, uh, everybody should be aware of. Yeah, time truly is of the essence when you're under attack. And again, my fallback is any doubt whatsoever. I go to our IT people and we do in our company, I'm certain you do. We, we have backup data stored in a remote location as well. Mm. Uh, so this is great advice, Dean. Uh, any other points you want to make before we uh, end this broadcast? Thanks, Len, and it is my pleasure. And uh, as I indicated, I wanted to give folks just a quick sneak peek into some of the top risk management hot topics that we're seeing uh, for 2022. Uh, in one, uh, you know, the first bullet, I will say, uh, a major risk uh, for 2022 will be climate change. And um, and that's something that's been near and dear uh, to our heart, Len, because uh, we've collaborated on putting together a meaningful risk assessment. Um, and uh, that is, is going to be extremely helpful for institutions and uh, really should reach out to us uh, uh, on that uh, topic. Uh, because um, not that we're industry experts, but we are going to be the first on the street. And we have a lot of experience uh, with risk assessments in data and we have some good stuff, folks. So, uh, again, major risk factor in 2022, and uh, uh, GeoData Vision and, and M&M uh, are here for you. Um, cybersecurity risk, as we just talked about, another, uh, it will continue to plague institutions uh, throughout 2022, and we're going to have to continue to elevate our games with that. Um, CRA, of course, we've talked about uh, CRA throughout the, the 2021 with some very interesting topics, Len. Um, and as you know, uh, uh, we're hoping for some meaningful change there in 2022. And so institutions um, certainly have to be prepared. Um, and fair lending will continue to be a hot topic. You just have to turn on the TV every day. And, uh, you you know, all the talk about discrimina- discrimination and trends uh, so that will continue to be a major issue. And then uh, BSA AML. I know everybody got a little bit excited there for a while when they started talking about the IRS reporting or, or we having our banks having to report to the IRS that $600 transaction. Um, but that's just an indication of what could come in 2022 with changes to BSA AML. You know, so stay tuned. These are just a few uh, uh, hot topics, but uh, we believe they're probably the top five uh risk factors for 2022 that institutions will have to deal with. Yeah. And I might just add under the uh, fair lending issue is section 1071 of Dodd-Frank, which the uh, the Fed issued an NPR on in October and comments are due uh, no later than January 6th. So that is going to be a brand new regulation, basically brand new reporting regulation. So it's going to be a shock to quite a few banks. This is great information, Dean, and I want to thank you. And uh, we hope you uh, and our audience enjoy today's podcast. This is Len Suzio from GeoDataVision. And this is Dean Stockford from M&M Consulting saying thank you for listening to today's podcast. And please let us know of any topics in the future that you'd like to hear. 
Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow M&M Consulting and Geo Data Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.